Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. G'day, Dan. G'day, Jimmy. How are you going? Yeah, really well. Thanks, mate. Let's get into the footy first up. What did you make of it last night? Bulldogs 24-12 against the Melbourne Storm. And do we get too excited with <laughs> trial form at times? Oh, no doubt. But uh, that's what trials are for, aren't they? Uh, yeah. Every team can win the comp in the first week of February. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, exactly right. Exactly right. So, um, but um, if you are Bulldog supporter, I reckon there were a, a number of things last night. I thought Sam Hughes was good in the middle. I thought Blake Taft showed some glimpses. Uh, and, of course, I've already mentioned Bronson Cherry, which uh, is, is an extraordinary comeback given he's been out of the game for four years. I'm with you, Jimmy. I'm absolutely with you. Uh, yeah, Bronson, he did look he did look good, didn't he? Uh, still plenty of speed there from him, despite, remember, we all saw the social media pictures over the last two years or so and wondered what kind of size he was going to come back at. But, uh, yeah, he looked like an NRL centre there. Uh, and I'm with you as well on Sam Hughes. Uh, about 23 or so now. Yep. Big, tall, rangy prop, and it's an area that uh, the dogs certainly need a bit of reinforcement. And yeah, I quite like the look of him as uh, yeah, as a front rower who might might be able to take that step in first grade this year. Yeah, and so that was the thing, wasn't it? When we all see a Siwa Tokiaho, Terrell May, they were all being chased and they were missed out, and all the time, Phil Gould and Cameron Serraldo were saying, "Hey, we're pretty happy with what we've got. We do need to bolster in the middle, but we're pretty happy with what they've got," and that. That seems to be what, what's being played out there with a guy like Sam Hughes. Speaking of middle forwards, you've written an article today about Taniella Paseca. Now, we know that there was interest from the NFL. We didn't know it was twice. Talk us through that. Yeah, uh, absolutely lovely fella, Taniella. Uh, the gentlest giant you will find. And the NFL, uh, they can pick an athlete and a specimen from a way away. And to be honest... It's quite an easy job when you've, if you've ever stood next to Daniela. He's described to me as the smallest 125-kilo man you'll ever find right. because there is just no fat on the man. He is an Adonis. And uh, so the NFL, they were quite taken with him when they did come calling. And the other thing, I'm not an expert on the American game by any sense, but Daniela's wingspan from one fingertip to the other is 207 centimetres. And I'm told that was uh, that bested most most of the testing they found in their own combines. So they looked at him and said, "Yeah, just the athleticism of this fella, we'd like to have a crack." And so they came twice. Uh, he tells a great story about 
finding himself in uh, a dingy New York bar, getting loaded <laughs> up on uh, on hoppy IPAs. He said he wasn't a huge fan of them, but. Uh, you know, when he was being pitched uh, moving over to the NFL and giving it a crack, it sounded pretty good in a, in a New York basement. So it's just an interesting tale. And um, Taniella will be back there, of course, Manly, flying out for Vegas uh, early next week. So was it a, an, an approach to for the international pathways there at the NFL? Was it an approach from a particular team? How, how did that play out, Dan? Yeah, so it was uh, originally uh, through the pathways. Right. A fellow called Will Bryce, who's led that up a long time out of London, and he, he's he been a, a big player in terms of getting Jordan Mylata over there and uh, Jared Hayne and Val Holmes. He's been around for a long time in that space. Yep. And then the meeting in New York was with uh, Indianapolis Colts, and uh, I think when they came back again in 2021... Uh, it might have been New York at that point, uh, the Jets. Yep. And But again, uh, Will Bryce and the guys from the international program were leading that uh, because when you <laughs> toss up uh, bodies like Taniella and Nelson Asafa solomona and what they can do, you know, not at their size and at their speed, uh, yeah, any contact sport would be mad to, to, to not have a look, right? So what? that's... Yeah, how it kind of went down. Okay, so why didn't Taniella have a look? Because if we're looking at Jordan Maylada, who's left tackle, key position player, right, $64 million uh, over four years, his his NFL deal. That's USD too, by the way. Um, I reckon Taniella looks to me very much like a tight end prospect. So, again, a really important position. So um, why did he not see the opportunity and only saw the risks? Uh, it's a good question, and at the time, uh, the COVID pandemic had uh, kind of just kicked off as he was still weighing it up, Right, and he had a bub on the way with his new partner, and those two things, as well as moving across to the other side of the world without his... Uh, he's got a quite close, close-knit close family, yep. uh, so moving to the other side of the world without that, in the middle of... A, at the start of a pandemic, sorry, uh, yeah, he looked at it and went, you know what, I'm pretty happy at Manly. And we actually had the chat uh, as the Super Bowl was on. Uh, it was on a Monday morning. And I said to him, oh, mate, absolutely, you can go watch the Super Bowl if you want. He went, no, 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 I'm good. I've had my NFL. I've, you know, I'll happily watch it, but uh, that's about as much as he needs. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a case of loving it at Manly and also feeling like he's got a fair bit left to achieve in rugby league, which I think is fair to say. Uh, yeah, the Seagulls, are, they're looking to him as a forward leader this year. Uh, he was showing signs of it last year before getting injured. So, yeah, he's fit. He's, yeah, a small 125 kilos, if you'll believe it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he's he's quite keen to get cracking this year. All right, talk about forward leaders. What's the latest with Luciano Leilua? Have we had another club into the mix, not just the St George Illawarra Dragons? Yeah, this is kind of this one's just come to light this morning, Jim. Uh, Canberra, who they've made no secret about, they're in the market for a back rower, particularly one with X Factor, which Luciano Leilua certainly has. Uh, yeah, they've had him on their radar for a little bit. They were coming through the front door last year, talking to the Cowboys about him. Uh, at the time, the Cowboys didn't want to release him. That's now changed because Luciano is pushing to come back south from Townsville, and Canberra have made it known that they're certainly willing to have a conversation there. It hasn't progressed too much beyond that, as I understand it. 
the sticking point for both the Dragons and Canberra at the moment is the asking price. Yes. That, depending on who you talk to, is up towards $900,000 a year. Uh, and with the greatest of respect, I don't think Luch is a $900,000 a year player. And Canberra and the Dragons are both along those lines as well. So just a little bit of toing and throwing in in terms of the negotiations and where that gets to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that would be uh, Raiders and the Dragons and the rest of the rugby league world, uh, I would have thought, uh, with the same line of thought on that one. Hey, um, surfing, and it feels like it's it's just this idyllic lifestyle, but Steph Gilmore, Carissa Moore, veterans, been around for a long time, incredible success. Philippe Toledo is another one that's announced over the course of the last few weeks that they are stepping away from the tour. You've written an article in uh, the Sydney Morning Herald on this. Give us an understanding of why. What, 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 why is it that we as outsiders look at it and see it as unbelievable opportunity and yet surfers are stepping away? Uh, Jim, you're not wrong. It is an unbelievable opportunity and the guys do see it this way as well. Uh, for context, maybe, and it's not, I don't think you can discount it, uh, at the moment we're waiting on an event in Hawaii, famous Sunset Beach. Yep. Uh, the surf's too large at the moment. Where I just had a look at it before. We're looking at 35, meter, uh, 35 foot waves. So wow. that's kind of what these guys throw themselves into. And you forget sometimes that it is a little bit different from other individual sports like tennis and like golf, where there is a hell of a lot of pressure, eyeballs, sponsors and all the rest of it. The difference... <laughs> is uh, you're dealing with Mother Nature sometimes. Yeah. And uh, in terms of uh, the... So, Steph Gilmore and Carissa Moore, two of the all-time greats. Yep. And also well into the... Look, uh, Steph's now 36 with eight world titles. Uh, Carissa, she was chasing it for a long time with five. So, those, they're two... So, Carissa... Likely going to retire. I think she's stepping away to uh, looking at having a family. Steph will come back in a year. She's adamant about that. Right. But those two you can kind of see towards the back end of their career, whereas Felipe uh, is really interesting in terms of he's the back-to-back world champion uh, and he's basically he's taken a, a year off to... He won't defend his title on the to look after his mental health. And this is where it all kind of ties together because... Felipe is a fantastic surfer, one of the best we've ever seen in smaller waves, but he does get criticised for his approach in big waves. And when I say criticised, I mean social media pylons. Yeah. And it does feel like it's all kind of tied together a little bit for him. So you hope he's going okay. He, as I said, phenomenal surfer. He's very open about his mental health and how he looks after himself. He's taken a step back before. Uh, and he basically, a little bit out of the blue, uh, at the start of the week said, look, this is something I need to do for myself. I need to put myself and my family first. And, yeah, that's what the reigning world champion has done. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, we were talking earlier about Pat Wood and the, the A-League, young A-League player and the pile on there that came with social media. You know, it's a really interesting space, isn't it? It, it offers so much for promotion of your brand, especially for these individual athletes. Like, all have their personal sponsorships and they all want to service them as best they can. However, it can come at a price, Dan. Yeah, and it's it's not the... 
it's not entirely an absolutely new thing in surfing. Kelly Slater's taken steps away before, and as I said, the feeling is Steph Gilmore will absolutely be back. Mm. Her words were that I'm going to go chase some swell and just do something a bit different because I've only done I've done this for 17 years straight now. But uh, yeah, it's having spoken to Felipe about how he looks after his mental health. Uh, it does feel like absolutely the best thing for him and yeah you just hope to see him come back and in the same frame as he was yeah no doubt well we wish him all the best as do we with steph and carissa we wish you all the best for a big rugby league season as well dan appreciate your time today cheers jimmy thanks very much mate